First, think about what you're doing, what you're about to do, and have a sense of intimate reverence for what you're about to do. It's not simply going to encounter some object of temporary curiosity, but going to encounter something of the most significance. And it's going to be very, the most intimate encounter. So let that, that, that thought bring about a sense of reverence for what you are about to do, for what you are doing. Let it demand, in a, in a sense, that same reverence from your environment. So that almost as if the kind of reverence you have for what you're doing radiates from you and it subdues your environment to respond also in a reverential kind of a response. to help the sense of reverence, to help the sense of determination connected to a compassionate concern. To get to that compassionate concern, you may begin with some difficulty that you have. Think about someone else who may have least this difficulty and let your emotion of sympathy arise because of this, and let this sympathy continue to grow until it becomes compassion, where you feel in yourself the need to do something because of that compassionate concern, because you're concerned for someone else's welfare. And you connect this meditation as a means, an actual means to address this concern. Let it drive your determination. Let it elicit a strong sense of reverence for what you are doing. And let that radiate to your environment so that even your environment engages in participating, in aiding.
energized determination. Feel it settling into your whole being, helping the body to cooperate, bringing the body into its own natural sense of tranquility. Allow the body to guide you when it tells you, arrange the legs this way, arrange the hands this way. Follow the intuition and feel the benefit of having followed those advice, having made those slight modifications and feel how Having made those slight modifications actually enhances or brings you closer to a state of tranquility. Stay with the legs for a few seconds. Then the arms, with the hands, elbows. And the torso, the back. muscles of the face, the mouth, teeth, tongue, the eyes, then gently bring your attention to the breath with the intention to simply observe the breath, not grasping at anything, not rejecting anything, keeping your mind in that middle ground. Stay with the breath until there's a definite palpable change towards a stronger sense of tranquility with the breath.
probably feeling the sense of ease, the sense of tranquility, settling into the body, and now definitely in the breath, add to this the intention to keep the flow of awareness unbroken on the breath. It doesn't mean that no other thoughts come into your field of perception or no other object of awareness comes into your field of awareness, but you never lose the flow of awareness on the breath. No matter what your senses are picking up, no matter what your mind is doing, somehow within all of that, there's a constant perception of the breath. You're aware of the beginning of the in-breath and the out-breath, the duration of the in-breath and the out-breath, and when the in-breath and out-breath ends and transforms into the other. And have the intention to do this for 11 cycles of breath. And as you are observing the breath, have a loose mindfulness on the progress of the sense of ease, the sense of tranquility, how it's pervading the body, the breath, and the mind. Within this new sense of tranquility, bring your attention to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows, as if you're looking through a window 
between the eyes. And in that space in front of you, feel the presence of the infallible means through which you will without a doubt achieve the objective of your determination. And thinking about the significance of what you're doing, how important it is for you, how you value it. A natural sense of reverence towards the means of achieving it comes into your heart and express that reverence to this infallible means. Express your gratitude. And place yourself under the guidance and protection of your infallible guide. sensing a definite sense of protection from your infallible guide, recalling the motivation stirred by compassion, and whatever obstacles you may have with you, make a strong will, a strong determination to be free of them by not engaging the behavior that created them in the first place. Rely on the power of your devotion, power of your compassion for strength and for guidance.
whatever you need to help you succeed, to help you get closer to your goal. Again, rely on the power of your devotion, power of your compassion for strength and for guidance to undertake whatever you need to undertake. Bring your attention back to the physical properties of the breath. Feel the temperature of the breath as you breathe in and breathe out. Discriminate between the temperature of the breathing in and breathing out. Feel the weight of the breath. And let those physical properties bring you back into the awareness of your physical body the body that is occupying time and space, the one that is sitting in this room. Okay, make yourselves comfortable in a lounging kind of way. So last time after I talked about hammers and all kinds of weapon <laughs> that's going to be destroying your, your fragile ego, but I put a lot of padding on the ego so that uh, the blows will not do too much uh, damage. But this time I'm going to take out some of the padding. <laughs> okay. The you can even say that the more powerful you make the mind in preparation to destroy the ego, <laughs> the more the uh, more sensitive the ego becomes, the more sensitive it becomes to being destroyed. Okay, and the swifter, the swifter, not swifter, swifter. swifter <laughs> thank you, swifter the action will be in this, in getting in eradicating the ego. And I have to say, if you're doing a meditation on the true nature of reality, on the true nature of yourself, trying to find out who I really am, if you're not feeling one of the extreme emotions, either extreme fear or about to ex experience extreme fear or extreme joy, if you're already familiar with it, if you're not feeling any of these emotions, then you're just a loss in abstract thinking. You're not meditating on the true nature of reality anymore. These emotions... The presence of these emotions is a sign that you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you even feel, if the fear is such that I better stop this because 
I'm, I'm, I'm getting uh, too freaked out by, by, by what state, what, but why, by what I'm experiencing. Even that is a good sign. Okay. But of course, don't get freaked out. <laughs> Stop before freaking out takes place. Uh, go back to uh, sort of like grounding, regrounding yourself, getting, getting out of that space, uh, the perception of the space-like appearance that, that your mind is, is freaking, that is freaking your mind because of how you are, uh, what you're realizing the space-like appearance is supposed to be. So go back to grounding, to the ground, to the ground, okay? Feel your body sitting on the chair and say, oh, this is me sitting on, 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 on the cushion. This is me breathing. Go, go back to, to, to that, okay? All right. Uh, If you pay close attention from the very beginning of your meditation career to the point where you're able to effortlessly enter uh, uh, what is called um, what I what is truly referred by the Buddha as a meditative state, what is referred to as calm abiding, uh, what's the other calm abiding? Uh, what's another sexy way of saying that? Uh, Shamata, uh, that's a very sexy one. <laughs> it's this exotic. Uh, you know, the meditative state where your mind, you feel a continuous presence of those very beautiful qualities of the mind. You feel a sense of confidence. You feel uh, clarity in the mind. You feel uh, your mind cannot be distracted. Those kinds of qualities. You experience them in, in uh, from the very first moment. If you, if you keep your mindfulness very uh, engaged in what is going on rather than distracting the mind on what you're supposed to have. But if you keep it on what's going on, you will experience that these, you are experiencing like minor experiences of, of, of the actual shamatha state. But they come like, uh, for example, you experience a sense of stability of the mind on the object, maybe for a fraction of a moment. So that's like achieving like uh, the first level, for example. And you feel a sense of absorption in the object, and you feel a sense of bliss in the body. You feel a sense of uh, the body becoming uh, uh, serviceable, that the body is no longer resisting your, your, your effort. You feel uh, your mind no longer resisting your effort. So these are like the actual, you could say, a taste of the general experience that you're supposed to have. There will be a big moment when you have that one-pointedness of the mind on the, on the object and you don't lose it. And because of that, that will bring about a sense of joy. And there will be that big moment, there will be various moments of bliss until the big bliss moment comes <coughs> up. And this is triggered by, so it's like the mind goes through an experience, it, 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 and that experience uh, goes back into the body, and the body has an experience, it goes back to the mind, so it goes back, back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Until that big moment, uh, I want to say some brief thing about you may experience these even when you're not necessarily at that graduation stage, but when you are sort of like a rehearsing for the graduation. Okay. Um, from the very beginning, you may start experiencing tingling sensations in the body. What does that mean? Those. Uh, 
oh, I hate to use the word energy, but I'm so sorry, that's the only thing I can come up with right now. The energies <laughs> in the body and in the mind that you experience as resistance. You know, when you have the intention to do something, and instead of getting uh, cooperation from the body, instead of getting cooperation from your, your emotions or from your mind, your intellect, you feel instead resistance. The body doesn't want to do it. The body feels tired. The mind feels tired. You don't, you don't feel emotionally wanting to. You feel like your body's just not helping you, but rather resisting you for effort. This is because of a type of energy that exists in, the, uh, in your continuum. Can't really say in your body, can't really say in your mind. It's like it, it, it's, it's in, in both places, but not in, not in one place. I hope you understand why I said not in one place. Okay. Uh, and because of the presence of that energy, and when that energy is, when you're affecting it, when you're sort of like uh, freeing yourself from its uh, influence upon you, or in this case, of, its, uh, imp of that energy imprisoning you, you feel like, oh, I want to do this. All of a sudden, you feel you can't do it anymore. Like, the, like your own being is, is giving you resistance. Uh, you may even experience that, especially as all of a sudden you feel discouraged. Somehow some thought comes into your mind or some, some feeling comes into you that you feel discouraged and you stop yourself from doing it. Okay? So it's because of, of this energy. And you start to experience a freedom from this energy. That's what you, uh, you physically experience as a tingling sensation. So that's why this, this thing, energy, is, is said to have some physical component. Because you experience physical experiences when it's being released. And this minor tingling sensation becomes even one day, depending on, uh, because what's happening, it's being, your body is freeing itself of it. Your mind is, being, is freeing itself of it. But because there's so much resist, physical resistance for, it to being, for your body to be free of it, does that make sense? It's like your body is so used to it, it's, it's, it be, it's identified with as something that belongs to the body, and the body is resisting letting go of it, so sort of holding on to it. So when some aspect of releasing is taking place, some other aspect is holding on to it. So, so it's like uh, you know, energy is trying to um, make a pathway, and then it encounters a resistance. The resistance you experience as tingling. The tingling will one day may become intense. It may become like needles, like somebody's, you know, like a thousand needles, you know, sort of like uh, prickling you. If when you get to that state, just know that you have to go through it. Don't say that thing, <laughs> meditation is killing me, okay? <laughs> meditation is not killing you. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> when that beautiful day happens, when you actually kill yourself in meditation, you're going to be in bliss. <laughs> so, and, and there will be some sort of like a emotional kind of a uh, reciprocal? Almost like the same kind of thing happening at the emotional level that you can say as far as the tingling sensation is taking place. There will be something like, something like a intellectual, emotional tingling taking place. And that's because, again, the, the mental component of this energy, your, your mind is freeing itself of it. And this will take time. And for some people, so 
and 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 then because of the the temporary release contemporary freedom of that energy there's a little sense of bliss that that take that that takes place okay and sometimes the entire uh well not the entire but the majority of the time that you spend in the meditation is the energy being released so you may feel physically uncomfortable so what you need to do is not to tense the you will have the the tendency to tense the body trying to make this uh uh experience stop what you need to do is to relax more so that the energy can uh can be uh released faster okay and eventually there'll be that big moment right before the actual graduation stage where these actually co- collect they start to collect in one place through your entire back and then they will gather in your head in your brain yes in your brain and and because of this collecting of this energy in your brain your brain will feel heavy and then you may not you will while the rest of your body feels light your brain your head feels like it weighs a ton almost as if an elephant is sitting on your head you might even check to see if there's an elephant there because it <laughs> feels so palpable okay that's actually a, a very good sign it means you're you are really about to get rid of this energy this this resisting kind of energy for good and what does that mean when it's gone for good when you have the intention to do something you will never ever, ever again experience resistance coming from your body emotional resistance intellectual resistance you actually feel a sense of confidence you actually feel that you're connected to the resources that you need to actually accomplish your aim even if it will take you a thousand years you will you will not feel any sense of of uh, discouragement you actually feel i can accomplish this my body will survive for a thousand years so i can do it my mind will still live for a thousand years so i can do this you feel that kind of confidence and that's only, that's because this energy you're freed of this energy and what does this energy come from anyway it came from what you might call unconscious conviction of um actually uh thinking what you are doing was uh, you are setting up uh, psychologically they call that uh, what's called that uh, um protection uh, what's called that so it's like unconsciously you are you thought unconsciously thought you were protecting yourself what is that yes defense mechanism that's perfect yeah that's what it because of this unconscious defense build up unfortunately what was guiding this defense was delusion that's why instead of creating freedom you were creating instead uh uh imprisonment further imprisonment Okay. Now, um So I wanted you to focus a little bit more on the meditative state itself tonight rather than the the uh the meditation on on wisdom. And what you're going to do and you will experience this uh this energy that i'm talking about the sense of resistance a bit uh, a bit more in a raw state because you're going to do something over and over and over again 
whenever you do repetitious stuff, that's when this energy becomes uh, more, uh, more apparent. So, remember just, okay, what is that state of mind where your emotion, your ego is very raw, very, very tender and very sensitive. It's made very sensitive. Is that state, meditative state called shine, calm abiding. What's another word to say calm abiding? Tranquil, abiding. The state of mind where you're, where you're very clear, the state of mind where you uh, feel confident, the state of mind where, where you feel that I cannot be distracted, and there's a very beautiful, pleasant experience going on at the same time. Okay? So you sort of conceptualize that. Okay? So whatever minor experience you've had of, you had of it, remember it. And keep going back to it. Keep going back. That's the repetition. Keep going back to it. Don't let your mind stay in a vague, blah, 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 you know, kind of state. Where you're no, you're, not, you're, not, you're no longer consciously bringing the mind back to experiencing that state. Or at, at least connecting to what that state would be like. You can even say to yourself, if you've uh, had some, some familiarity with what the meditation, uh, scholastically speaking, what the meditative state is supposed to be like. Just remember definition. And then as you're verbalizing, remembering, or conceptualizing what, it, what, what it's supposed to be, try to feel what that concept is touching. And once you feel it, you will actually feel some sense of some tiny burst of being in that state. And then try to stay connected to it. And when you lose it, and go back again to the conceptualizing, trying to build it, trying to reconnect and connect. So keep going back, making connection, making connection until that, until it becomes, you know, like this, like that. So it's first like this, you touch it and it's gone. You touch it, it's gone. You keep touching it faster, faster. There's so the gap between touching it is smaller and smaller until you're able to keep it in a, in a stream. Okay. So in whatever way you can conceptualize it. Keep conceptualizing it, or tell you, remind yourself of those states. And if you had, a, if you are able to remember the taste of it, whenever you, for however long you were able to, just keep going back to that taste. We we go try to dive in, so sort I of like try to recreate the state without the mind necessarily feeling like it's doing something, but rather what was it like? What was it like? Oh yeah, and then you you you, you stay with it. You lose it, of course, and you keep going back again. Keep going back. Um, and any subtle, any subtle experience, any subtle perception that arises because of that, again, try to grab on, without grasping, <laughs> try to hold on to it. Okay. Like for you may hear something that feels tranquil, and it's so palpable as if it's in it's in the environment, and you know it's not in the environment. And you can actually feel that you've actually made a tactile 
connection with something that feels tranquil. And you know you didn't make any physical contact with anything. So that's what I mean by if any inner subtle experience occurs, try to hold on to it. That will take you, it's like breadcrumbs leading you, leading you to the actual state itself. Okay? So just keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that. And if you're doing it correctly, the you experience uh, you could say a more intense the the the, sen the sensation should be more intense more enhanced the more you stay in it okay if you started to experience the actual physical discomfort the physical discomfort you start to start to experience it diminishing. If the physical discomfort is increasing, then you're doing something, you're not really touching what I'm referring to. Okay? You're not really touching to what the, the concept is, is, is referring to, is pointing to. Okay? And once you are... Oh yeah, this is, this is the point. This is the wisdom point, and I'm going to stop. Even... Is that the, the heat... Is that the heating system making that sound? That water. What is that? It's some water. Some water thing. Okay. <laughs> so even if that water thing, <laughs> if you're hearing it, and you feel I'm trying to have peace and this water thing is distracting me, don't let your emotions go there. Rather, relabel it. Oh, this is the the sound effect of actually entering into meditative state. So let your mind actually enjoy it. Okay? Now, once it starts, when, that's, when that sound actually becomes an actual aid, there will be a point where you will not hear it anymore. This is the way it's important, right here, right now. <laughs> Does it come from your mind, really? Or is it something that your mind, that's outside of your mind that your mind is affecting? The real answer is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because the nature of anything that exists has absolute nature. So it's not some absolutely outside thing. It's not some absolutely in your, your mind thing. And just rest in that mystery. Okay. And if you're able to be comfortable with that mystery, you're getting close to accepting reality. Yes, you do something to your mind, that thing that seems to be outside is affected. You do nothing to your mind, that thing is affected. <laughs> so is it in your mind? Is it your mind making it? Is it not your mind making it? Grind, trying to find, if you're really trying to find the answer, you will end up with mystery. And try to be comfortable with that mystery. Okay. But if you, are con if you are, how do you say, if you begin with a prejudice, oh, it's coming from my mind. You may find that it's coming from your mind. But is it really coming from your mind? 
Okay, that's a little bit of the wisdom. <laughs> but try to really touch, I want to see uh, spontaneous <coughs> smiles <laughs> in your faces, okay? As you're trying to, in, trying to conceptualize what is shine, shamata is supposed to be like, and then touching it, and then trying to uh, hold on to the, the touch, that, that slight touch of it, okay? And you can get to it by either, oh, that state is supposed to be like, it has this, it has that. And as you're saying it, trying to see what that, those concepts touch. And once you touch it, you experience it, try to just stay with the experience. You lose it, go back again. Okay? Don't just touch it, it is gone, and then you just stay in a vague uh, place. Okay? And of course, if you try to stay in a vague place, your body's gonna, the pain is gonna come back. It's <laughs> an incentive for you. <laughs> okay? But if you keep going back to it, the bliss should get, should get closer to bliss. And if you're feeling tingling sensations, becoming uncomfortable, that means, great! <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> Don't tense. Okay, saddle up. <laughs> so place the body in a posture where you don't have to consciously have to be bothered with it. So make the adjustments as your intuition guides you. <clears throat> and palpably observe the benefit of having made the adjustments. How the body is stable, more stable, how the body is a bit more at ease, more comfortable. Be aware of them. When you have achieved some degree of satisfaction with the body's posture, then observe five cycles of breath. the attitude of not grasping, not rejecting. And this will help those who have cultivated the power of devotion, bring the infallible guide to the crown of your head, make last minute 
uh, fervent requests to an infallible guide for blessings then receive the transmission from the infallible guide in the form of the infallible guide dissolving into your heart center then from that moment just try to taste the taste of shine in whatever minute minor minuscule form it appears and try to reconnect with that and feel it expanding the energy of your motivation to help with the expansion to help you connect Feel the heat patches, the tinglings. Rejoice. Ah, the, that negative energy that causes resistance is being released.
step back a little bit to just observe, just look at the state of tranquility itself. Notice the absence of the active delusional emotions, emotions that create further imprisonment for ourselves and for others. and take joy in that. And let your heart of compassion embrace those who are unable to free themselves from these delusional emotions that causes them to bring suffering upon themselves and to others. compassion, share your tranquility with them. significance of what you have done, what you are doing, and dedicate the power of its merit to your ultimate aim. attention to the physical aspects of the breath, feel the temperature, feel the weight of it, and through the awareness of the physical aspects, properties of the breath, become aware of the physical body, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. continue with this until we get bored with it <laughs> and especially I'm gonna I want to continue with uh, oh, no really dissecting 
the meditative state and and reveal to you that you are actually making progress rather than talk about you know the ultimate beautiful state that seems to be so distant and that creates discouragement but we actually see your progress that will create rather uh, joy and will actually help you get uh, make uh, faster progress uh, and if you can if you just do this meditation for that for a week right even for 45 minutes or less okay at least 15 minutes I mean 15 minutes of just really just trying to connect to the meditative state itself and actually let yourself see yourself experiencing tasting those those tastes okay and that seeing yourself tasting those those states will actually help you experience them more more and each session should be more and more joyful more and more joyful and you see yourself actually making progress okay then you will have your ego nice and ready to be chopped up <laughs> okay All right thank you, thank you.